know, I, I don't come to these things with scripts. Never have, never will. And it really is probably a good thing because I don't have any words for what I just witnessed here in Columbus, Ohio. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins, and it comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. Penguins 5, Blue Jackets 3 here at Nationwide Arena. And all that Sidney Patrick Crosby contributed to this was three goals, an assist, relentless defensive work, and so many elite passes that he probably could have put up a half dozen assists, and I'm not even coming close to exaggerating. He is 36 years old, my friends. 36. He is a point out of the NHL's top 10 scorers with a bunch of children over his head. And this just seems to have no end in sight. This was his 13th career hat trick. The second of those two goals was last night's winner. And it came with 532 left in regulation. And it came off one of those classic Eric Carlson pass down low to someone for the tip plays. And Sid just nailed it. The last of his goals, the empty netter with 36 seconds left, tied Guy Lafleur with 560, 27th on the NHL's all-time list. This is a footnote tying Guy Lafleur, (laughs) whose name is just synonymous with hockey, especially, of course, in Quebec. His 38th four-point performance. His 13th game with a point out of the Penguins' first 14. He's got a nine-game point streak in which he scored seven goals and set up seven others. He is now number one. This one's my favorite in the league with 16 even-strength points because this team just can't buy power plays for whatever reason. So he hasn't even been on the power play much. The Penguins are second to last in the league in power play time. So almost all of this has happened at five on five. His pace for the year, and this is nuts, but I'm going to share it anyway, is 58 goals and 111 points. I mean, what do you even do with that? I asked Sid afterward, and I don't even have an easy time with these questions anymore. I covered his whole career, been chased him all over the world, really, the Olympics and everything. And and I've just run out of like, how do you say Sid? Why are you so awesome? You know, there, there's not an original way to put it. Anyway, here's what I had. How good do you feel so far through the start of the season? Obviously, these are very Sid-like numbers. Uh, I don't know. I think that just with the start of the season and a long offseason with every game, I think you feel more and more comfortable. And, um, you know, I think as a team, you know, I, th- I feel like we, we know what our game looks like. We're getting to it a little bit more. So I think it takes 
the thought, you know, whether you're new here, you've played here for a long time, it takes the thought out of it a bit and just nice to, you know, to get out there and just play on instincts and, and just uh, read plays and, and play off one another and not think about the system or what you got to do too much. So it's, I think it's coming and uh, we're getting to our game a lot more. And then there's that. No matter what it is that you ask about him, he's going to come back with an us. It's always in the plural for him. And that's, you know, that's just who he is. These Penguins were three and six before they went out to California. They're now eight and six. They're now actually in a wild card spot. They went from the bottom spot in the East to a wild card spot like that. Why? Partly because of Sid's scoring, partly because Sid's bought in to a slight modification that Mike Sullivan's put into the system in terms of how the Penguins stay on top of the puck in the neutral zone. You'll see they're doing a little bit more backpedaling there. That doesn't work if the living legend doesn't go along with it. But in the third period of this game, as God is my witness, and I don't know if they showed this on TV or whatever, you could see it plain as day from the press box. There's Sid piling up all these points and everything else First one back in the neutral zone, facing in the direction of the Columbus net as the Blue Jackets came out, waiting for Patrick Liney, takes the puck off of Liney's blade and shoots it right back in. Everyone on that bench sees that. Everyone on the ice sees that. Everyone understands that there's no excuse for them not doing it. Did you have the thought? At any point last night that this was one of those games that this team loses last season? Yeah, I did too. You know why they're not losing it this season? Don't overthink it. There's only one of this guy, Pittsburgh, never, ever, ever, ever take him for granted. When we come back, J1Q. J1Q comes from John, who says, DK, the talent is there. Are they old? Well, you're as old as you feel if they believe in each other and start consistently clicking together. No one will even think about that. Bottom line, if this team wants it, truly wants it, they have the ability to take it. If they stick together, maintain the energy and the passion through December and January, I think they find themselves in a very good position in February and March. You know, John, this game here in Columbus last night might be one of the better examples underscoring the point that you're making about this team's age because they took to the ice not necessarily looking to set the pace. Uh, Mike Sullivan had said something after the game that he liked the team through all 60 minutes. I'm going to respectfully disagree. Not that he liked it. That's up to him or whatever he likes, but I didn't see it that way. Uh, I saw the Blue Jackets come out and to some extent, yeah, they got a couple of goals that, you know, were off broken sequences and whatever, but the overall pace, the movement of the play was just a big bleh through the first, I'd say, 25, 30 minutes of the game. 
But it was the Penguins' great players, not just Sid, but Gino, who also didn't start great, but Gino did a lot of the tone setting himself, especially in the third period, who made the difference. They, they, they picked up this team, their team, by the back of the collar and woke them up and rattled them a little bit and got them going. And that was when you saw the broader results come about. That kind of composition to the roster can work as long as Sid and Gino are great, as long as Eric Carlson and Chris Letang are great, as long as you didn't think I was going to leave him out, Tristan Jari is great. It's asking a lot of a handful of guys to be great. But when you have the right supporting cast, when you have a Jake Gensel, Brian Rust, Riley Smith, one of these days, Ricard Raquel, you're going to have maybe enough provided your lower guys contribute as well in the event that, let's say, for example, someone like a Raquel goes into a ridiculous slump like the one he's opened this season with. It's possible. It's not some pipe dream. I know I keep referencing the Bruins every time this subject comes up, but you saw the Bruins really remain one of the NHL's elite teams in the later years of Patrice Bergeron, Zdeno Chara, Tuka Rask, David Krejci. Why? Well, it wasn't just because they had Brad Marchand. It was because David Pasternak came along. Charlie McAvoy came along. I know it's not a Bruins show, but you get the idea. This team has real players. This team has real depth. If it gets real goaltending and if the great players remain great, it's not an excessive ask of everyone else to do their part. I'll... Bring it up this way. Which was the Penguins' best line here last night? Which one? The easy reflexive answer is, oh, of course it was Sid's. It wasn't. It wasn't. The third line was by far the Penguins' best. Lars Eller, Drew O'Connor, Radim Zahorna. In terms of the advanced metrics, in terms of the consistency, in terms of their ability to pin the Blue Jackets back and wear them down, they were the best. You know what else was really, really good for Pittsburgh last night? The penalty killing. Four perfect kills. Latang was outstanding on the kills. Brian Rust was really good on the kills. Jari, your most important penalty killer, was good on one of them in particular, where he was getting tested a lot. This is what you need. You start with a world-class foundation in still having Sid perform the way he is and still having Gino perform the way he is. But it's got to take the whole thing. I appreciate the question. It's, it's a good thing to bring up, I think, after a game like this. I appreciate everyone who listens to Daily Shot of Penguins. We're going to do another one of these tomorrow. 